with J-Dubs and Rocky. We're broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Rockin' Royal Oak, Michigan. Be sure to find us at podcastdetroit.com. What time is it? It's Nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, happy Wednesday. And guess what? Happy National Hot Dog Day. Is it National Hot Dog Day? It is National Hot Dog Day today. Last week was French Fry Day. It's Margarita Day? Is it really? Every day. Really? Okay, so you know what that means? Home Depot for dinner. Right? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Finish it off with the margarita. Mm. There you go. I'm telling you what, Home Depot does hit. I'm not a hot dog person. No, they are good hot dogs. Oh, my God. Those are so good. I know you you and uh, Red and Matt, um, I've seen pictures of you guys. Yeah. Getting the Home Depot um, yeah, hot dogs. Yeah, getting that Home Depot oh, hot yeah. dog. You go down to, there's a National Red Coney. They're right near Campus Martin. It's the National Coney. And that place is great for their hot dogs. So if you want to go somewhere and get some good hot dogs, that's a place down in Detroit. You can really? go for for National. You go right there, and there's the bathtub uh, pub right there. Wow. Great place to go. It's just some places down in Detroit, but but a lot of people are down there. The National Colony Island down in Detroit so right now. So that's where you go for your hot dog. <laughs> well, Isn't that the original one? Yep. Oh. Original Coney Island. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It started oh. here. I just was Googling it that the other did? day, actually. That's, oh. one, that's one of the original ones there. They're awesome. well-known, great crew, and they're great cooks. Well, great. They'll welcome you right in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so co-hosting with me today is my good friend Tom Stewart from Stewart Artist Management. Rocky's out of town, so thank you for being here. Oh, no problem. Yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah, did you love how I just said, hey, what are you doing? You're co-hosting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then don't you love how I start sending you emails and music and say, yeah. hey, this is what you need to know, blah, blah, blah. And you were like, I already know her. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's why you don't have any papers, I'm assuming. Right. Yes, because okay. yeah, I already our, know our awesome anyway. guest today. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, I'm just getting to know her. But before we uh, get to our guest, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, you know what? I have a bunch of meetings, but I'm hoping to get oh. out and see a show Saturday night. Really? Yeah. I just don't know where to go right now. I've kind of looked at a couple of different venues and what's going on. I usually like I mean, to are catch... there certain people you want to go see or? Yeah. I usually try to find somebody that I've seen before or somebody who's, you know, mm-hmm. somebody's told me about. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's usually, usually my weekend, at least one show a weekend. And Do then, you really? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, get out well, to one local venue. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Are there, are there as a matter of fact, they just caught you, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Well, hold on to that. Yeah, we I want to ask we'll about, about it. Yeah. Um, well, s- speaking of the weekend, though, this Sunday, um, July 23rd, marks the 50th anniversary of the riots that yeah. happened in Detroit in 1967. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of media coverage about it right now, obviously, yeah. and a lot of really good articles out there. But I have to tell you, one of my favorite articles um, in the Associated Press was written by Jeff uh Carub. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But anyway, he did, he interviewed Martha Reeves because she was performing that night that all the, the riots really? started. Yeah. And she was talking about how, you know, she was looking back um, and, and thinking about that moment because she was performing at the Fox Theater and, you know, all of Detroit was burning and everything else. And here right. she's on stage trying to do something she loves. And, you know, music is supposed to connect you and everything else. And she knows all this stuff is going on right outside. And she ended her show basically by saying, just be calm and be safe. I mean, imagine huh. trying to perform wow. with that. And then, um, so this whole article was everything that was going on at Motown during that time, which, you know, um, Motown had, they had eight singles in the uh, Billboard Hot 100 that week. Two of them were in the top 20 during that week while all that stuff was going on. And I don't know if you know how much you know about Barry Gordy, but he was a workaholic. I mean, he was yeah. like 24-7 that studio operated. They were just all day, every day. People slept there all the time. And that was the first week in his owning or, you know, since he opened Hitsville um, that they stopped working. They didn't wow. work. But uh, there were apparently, I guess, two employees that showed up on that Monday to work. And he opened the door and he said, you're in danger. Yeah, go, go home. home. Yeah. No, we're not working. Go home. But he was pretty blown away that his employees were still that committed. To make that, it to work. Yeah. To get to work nice. besides the gunfire and everything huh. else. So, um, And then Otis uh, Williams, who's from The Temptations, he was quoted um, from Jeff in, in this article. And he was talking about how he thought for sure that Hitsville was leveled because just everything was on fire and yeah. everything that happened that a couple days later he got in his car and that's where he went. He drove because he wanted to see what happened to it. Right. And he said nothing happened to it. It was almost like, and I'm paraphrasing him, but he said it was almost like they said, go ahead and burn down everything else but Motown. Don't touch it. Don't touch nothing it. happened. Yeah. Isn't that wild? No, it's amazing. But yeah. it just shows you how much music touches everyone. Well, yeah, yeah, this is what this leads me to. So the next thing, this is a really weird thing because, you know, I'm a huge Barry Gordy fan. I mean, just with everything he did. And one of the things that he said 50 years ago is one of the quotes was, I believed it's what, what's in the groove, grooves that count. Our music convey, conveyed basic feelings cutting through cultural and language barriers. Yeah. So this is what he firmly believed. And he used to say that. The Motown music would bring blacks and whites together, and, and there was no divide. Yeah. You know, that's what brought them together. No barriers, yeah. right? So, fifty years later, around the world, have you heard about the controversy with Radiohead? No. Okay. No. No. So, Radiohead, and this is why I just find this really interesting, and I I copied the article. Um, Radiohead is uh, performing in Israel. And it's part of their tour. And they got a lot of backlash from uh, bands around the world saying don't perform there because of the political views. Right. And the lead singer um, said it doesn't matter. We're not performing for the government. 
like we're not there to support the government. We're performing for the fans right. and the people. And this is what his quote was. He said, music, art, and academia is about crossing borders, not building them. It's about open minds, not closed ones. About shared humanity, dialogue, and freedom of expression. This is 50 years later from somebody completely yeah. different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What does that tell you about music? I think yeah. that's why I'm so drawn to musicians. Do you oh, think that's why you are? No. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Music touches you in a way that yeah. almost nothing else can. No. It, 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 it really is special. Yeah, it really is. So I just wonder why I still, it baffles me at the struggle that musicians go through. Yeah. You know? When they have, I mean, it's such a powerful thing that it they is. do. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna find out the secret today from All right. one of our guests. So anyway, it's our favorite segment. Time for our favorite segment. It's our What's the Wish? This segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. And today I get to—I get the honor of doing both of these yeah, readings yeah. here. So I feel like I'm going to be talking all day. <laughs> uh. Uh, today's guest is an ambitious blonde bombshell who's making a powerful <laughs> imprint on Detroit's pop music scene. With dynamic vocals and savvy lyrics, Amanda McCauley, professionally known as Lele XO, is paving her way to the top. Her extensive portfolio includes showcasing in L.A., dabbling in theater and writing all of her original music. This young beauty is making cool-sounding music that won't let you sit still. And we're going to play some today, actually. So welcome to the Nooner Show, Lele XO. Hey, thank hey. you. And Momager is and Momager. in the house. There we go. Yes. C. McCauley? Should we say C or Chris McCauley? Call me Chris. Cr- yeah, call you Chris? Chris? Momager. <laughs> Yeah. I told Tom one of these days we're going to have a show with, with the parents. It that, should just be dadgers and them, momagers yeah, all the way around the table. and momagers. And, yeah. you know, it'll turn out to be a bitch fest. You know what? Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Or they'll get wild. They'll get wild. The kids. Going. Yeah, 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 our freaking kids won't listen. Yeah. But um, anyway, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank um, you. So when I first listened to your music, I got to tell you, off the, I don't dance at all, <laughs> but... When I listened to your music, I seriously could not sit still. Really? It, absolutely. That's yeah, and I, and I pictured myself on the dance floor looking really good, <laughs> like I was right with the beat. I love when that happens. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it was great music. And then you see a video of yourself, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, no, I will not watch it. It's like Ellen from Seinfeld, right? <laughs> there you go. Um, and, and I have to say, I, I, I think you're one of maybe seven CDs in my car. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that so, for yeah. sure. I, it's I it's good driving music. It. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, well, I love her. I love her sound. I love her so, style. So, so. before we, we get into um, Lele and how she got started, you said you just saw her perform. Yeah, yeah. Where actually, w- uh, it was The Loving Touch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Ferndale. So last touch. month? La- yeah, last now, month. Now, how did you I, end yeah, up? June. Huh? How did you guys meet or uh, Chris through Momager? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I found him yeah. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I think. we were oh. gabbing over Facebook. And, uh, you know, there was some mutual respect for yeah. both of our kids. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, and we've tried to do a couple of things together. They haven't quite hashed out yet, but, you know, it future's coming. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you, so, oh, cool. Well, we're yeah. going to find out. So, tell us how you got started, first of all. Um, well, I've always sang my whole life. And then I think when it actually turned into more of a professional thing was I think I was 19 
and I got invited out to a convention. They actually had reached out to my mom. I think she had videos of me on YouTube, but it wasn't oh, wow. serious then. I think mm-hmm. I just, I don't even remember what the video was, probably just singing something. And so I got invited to a convention. It was in Los Angeles, and we're like, should we go? We didn't know if it was legit or not. Right. And so we ended up going, and it kind of was legit, kind of wasn't, but... It, I don't regret it because it kind of got me started. So mm-hmm. I ended up working with a producer from there because I sang at the convention. And oh, then, you did? Yeah. So then I ended oh, up wow. making like 12 songs with him. What kind of a convention was it? It, it just had actors, uh, singers, models. So was it like a networking type of event? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, yeah, they had like judges. Yeah, I didn't really know what to, to expect when I got there either. But yeah, you had to like walk down a runway and then answer questions and then i guess show your talent so it was a great idea okay yeah 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 Yeah. so but the producer i worked with he was ended up being kind of legit kind of not (laughs) yeah you know but you find a lot of that in this business yeah especially in los angeles but it got me my money grab i I didn't know you could just i don't know why i didn't know this but i didn't know you could just go to a studio any studio being anyone and just record yeah right when i first started off so that's why we're like oh my god this producer wants to work with me you think it's like this huge deal but i mean that got me started and well what 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 about the convention or that experience made you realize that you wanted to take it from hobby to um i started working with that producer and because I always would try to write in high school and then I just I could never finish a song because I just didn't like it wasn't what I wanted to write but I didn't know how to write it uh-huh. and then I think something kind of just clicked while working with him and then I couldn't stop writing since then so that's great yeah it just I don't know something just clicked so I just knew once I started getting in the studio and recording obviously it was nerve-wracking at first but so really it turned out to be a great experience then. Mm-hmm. I mean you got something you you found your your, your spark true, yeah, yeah your spark yeah. right yeah. there so yeah I always think there's always it. Every event is either a lesson or a blessing. You know what oh, I yeah, mean? Oh yeah, definitely. And Absolutely. so it sounds like you got both, but it you yeah. Know, whether it's a bad or good experience, it doesn't you get matter. Something it's out of it. something. an opportunity right. to change something. And yeah. now I know so much more than I did then. And, and you look back and you're kind of like, how was like? Yeah. You can't picture having that mindset anymore because yeah. it's just so. How do we now. know you couldn't just go buy a beat? Like yeah. I thought, you right. literally had to have musicians show up. Couldn't and, just find any producer. Find a guitar player. And now yeah. you see yeah. them left and right online. They're like buy my beat, buy my beat, or yeah. oh, you want to work with me? You want to work How with do me? We miss There's it? producers everywhere, right. so it's just right because yeah. you weren't ready then. Obviously, your and mind I didn't wasn't know. there. Yeah, you didn't know. And I think social media has gotten bigger since then. Oh, even though it's only right. been a couple years, and it right. was pretty big then. But even since then, it's taken off. So everyone's online. Were so you ten? Easy to find. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you ten? <laughs> Busy um, doing the same thing you were probably doing. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, well, Chris, when did you decide, or how did this happen? Where you became manager? You know, it, it actually started before her. My son plays hockey, so I've had to be my son um, since he was three. That was his gift, and oh. my husband played hockey for okay. College Michigan. So you kind of just get drafted. You're going to be the manager because no one wants to hand the money. And that's like the worst position okay. ever because you're dealing with all the parents. So then when she came in and the person paying, I want to make sure I know where my money's going. Yeah. And and who's going to care as much? Well, what did you think when she said to you, you know what, I really want to do this for a career? You know, I have no problem with it. I'm, I'm like, do what you love. Oh, good for you. Because you can't kind of like discover yourself when you're 50 the same. That energy and the drive. You can always go back to college. And my parents like... 
Good for Dad's you. Dad's an engineer. You're going to be an engineer. Yeah, that's you're going to go to school. Detroit. And they, they stifled that. I wasn't going to do it. And I catch a lot of flack for that. Oh, you good know, for my kids you, this though. or my kids that. And everybody's kind of turning out to have their own mistakes. And I said, you know, they're going to hate me one way or another. They might as well hate me yeah. and have some fun. Right. I don't know. Right. You never know with career. You can go to college to be this yeah. and you change. Everybody gets all upset. Oh, my God. He's changing from chemical engineering to, yeah. to body engineering. Who cares? Right, right. He figured out what he exactly. wants to do. And yeah. exactly. that's what I wasn't going to do. Well, that brings me to um, my next question. So, how did you decide the genre? How did you know that this was the right fit for you? And how would you describe um, well, with that first producer, we kind of did, it was all more in the pop R&B feel, but we kind of did different sounds and, mm-hmm. and tested them out. And then I think just naturally how I heard songs in my head, I just hear pop songs more so. And then, I don't know, it kind of just is what naturally came to me and what I like to listen to and what okay. I want to do. But I think lately it's been changing a little bit. Stuff has oh, been has- a little more slower. I used to write more just I would hear straight up pop songs and then I like to write with like more of a hidden meaning and then lately mm-hmm. I'd say my writing style has been a little more upfront so I don't know if it's just mm-hmm. every couple of months I change or grow or yeah I don't I don't know it's just and when you say upfront so do you write about Personal experiences, like <laughs> don't make your hidden, match, right? yeah, <laughs> ex boyfriends maybe, or um, um, I've never really been like a super emotional writer. Okay, um, even if it is an experience that maybe wasn't super happy, I don't really look at it in a sad way, or I don't write it in a sad way. But maybe I like to tell it through maybe a, like a character or oh, yeah. just different ways. I kind of right. switch it up every song, but mm. right. I don't really know. So more it's always of like different. A, a, a third person type oh. writing, kind of. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Or well, I try to I, take you know, I was like kind a of curious about that with your lyrics. Yeah, or more of like a story on it rather than just oh, I did this and I was sad. Blah blah blah. So just I don't know. That's cool. That's <laughs> it's cool. hard to yeah, explain. Well, I got a question. Well, so Get in like, their head. What are, Get in their what head. are yeah. like uh, three artists right now that are kind of influencing you? Um, I've gotten really into Led Zeppelin lately. Really? I love them. Shocker love to me. Them. Yeah. That is interesting. <laughs> I love them. That, well, I'd um, love to hear you some, do a Led Zeppelin. Tom's all excited now. <laughs> well, talk about some dark, cool writing. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. There's seriously. a band with some cool writing there. And just the, the way he sings, it's like. Oh, yeah. Robert Plant's amazing. I was you can't Florida, imitate like, How do you that. You know about that. No. You can't. You, I feel like you can't even explain it. They're not like one genre. They're just them. Mm-mm. Yeah. And it's like other people in genres similar to them. It's just they're the one that sticks with me. They're just them. Wow. I would not have pictured that answer from <laughs> but that, you. That's really? great. That's a great yeah. influence. Yeah. Now, will you cover any of, of their stuff, do you think? Um, Remix it or anything? They're almost so good. Like, I would almost feel like I. Oh, I but I think you it. could add your twist to it. Sure. Yeah. That would Maybe be a, cool... a lot of practice. Oh, and, my God. And I would need so someone cool. on my side if we were going to switch it at all if, or if you're going to keep it exactly yeah. the same and try yeah. to imitate it. It That's where I never know what to do with covers. That's why I don't like doing them sometimes because. No, I, th- I think you I need to offend. make it your own. It would be, yeah. I think it would to be interesting to flip a song like that to a pop. Oh, it would. Yeah. Absolutely. But I would need someone like Tom. Put it on my side. Put it Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom. yeah. yeah. The only person Tom. I can think of is like Matt. Could yeah, that's what I'm thinking, like Matt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but it's got to go through you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And who are the other two? Because that was a good um, question. I'm 
curious. I really, now. I'm really into the weekend right now. Okay, okay. And mm-hmm. um, I've always liked Lana Del Rey, and okay. her new album's coming one. out. So yeah, okay. her again. What's your writing process? How how do you come up with some of the songs that we're going to play today? Um, well, all I see is blue. Actually, I was at work one day and. That one came to me in like 20 minutes. I don't know. I just heard it. And that was different than I usually had written songs or even like the instrumental style was different. But so I was iffy about it and when I went to the studio and then I ended up liking it after I recorded it. Because sometimes I do that before I even record it. I'm like, do I like this? But sometimes you have to just try it. And then other songs, it could be a simple word that just Triggers sticks with something. me. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. it or I just... I see a theme behind it, mm-hmm. or it goes with my previous themes. Okay. Um, or, yeah, mostly mm. just words or sentences, like the idea that I have to write about. And then I just, sometimes I um, will, like, list things out, mm-hmm. just ideas that I like, and then you can group it and sentence it together so it sounds right, and then you can tell a story through mm-hmm. it. So, But sometimes it's different. Yeah, so it just really kind of depends. Yeah. Now, do you um, see how does that work? Do you create your own beats, or do you have somebody who does that? Like, how do you usually work with different producers? So, do you come up with the story and the lyrics, and then you find the right beat, or do you have that like figured out in your head? Oh, it's different. Sometimes I, um, I always think that's so hard. I don't know how you guys. It's do hard that. to co-create. It, yeah, yeah, it's stressful sometimes. I was going to buying them. That was the question I actually wanted to ask you too, because some of your early stuff had a, a Gaga influence, right? Mm-hmm. So I was curious yeah, if that was you or if that was the producer or if it was a combination. Um, I think starting when I was probably like sixteen, I wouldn't say I grew up on her because I was already sixteen, but in a way, grew up on her for. 16 to like 22 I was really into her and I still love her now but Mm -hmm. at that time I was really into her so I don't think I was trying to imitate it was more just a natural thing because that was was the style I liked I I had gotten a lot of comparisons before which obviously is flattering because I love her Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know I think maybe just me growing with age that's why my Mm -hmm. stuff's a little different than then Mm -hmm. but I still I still like that style. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm all over the place. I don't even know. You know what? That that's healthy though. Right. I really think it's healthy. Your music has a really healthy growth in it. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. I really I like the new stuff. Is I know it's good to hear. But but, yeah. but it is consistent too. Oh, totally. I mean, I don't really? I don't feel yeah. like you're Thank all you. over the yeah. place at all. I think I mean your voice is pretty unique and I was wondering you. how you felt about people comparing you to Lady Gaga. I mean, I could definitely see that, but also, you know who I was thinking when I heard it? I heard a little bit of Rihanna and a little bit yeah, of yeah, so, uh, like BB Barelli in there yeah, too. Really? You know that yeah. yeah, that like raspy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really Which is cool. No, cool. oh, yeah, yeah I like I, that I, older I, style too or like mm-hmm. the sultry like Marilyn yeah. era. Like I yeah. just love everything. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, it's a, it goes back to your original influence which is you don't really necessarily want to be defined. Right. Zeppelin, you can't define, right? right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Why, what, let's right. let's widen that so much that you don't need. You can't really put the, put you in one category. Yeah, sometimes so. they say at first you're supposed to have more of that thing that people because they always want to compare you when you're a new artist. Yes. So you need that mm-hmm. thing that right makes you your own sound yeah. and you. So you kind of have to stick to one thing. I've been told. Yeah, but sometimes it's hard because I don't know. I. 
just even style wise or clothes or hair and makeup, like I'm always changing. So it's really hard to just stick to one but, thing. But that's normal. I mean, I think, right. you know, as you grow and you have different life experiences it's too, it's yeah. going to influence your For writing sure. and, and the Definitely type of music healthy. you make. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then that, it's more genuine too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I was going to ask you too is how do you, um, how do you stay fresh and how do you keep evolving? How do you, um, you know, stay committed to your passion when it, it I know how difficult yeah. that journey is because I've been living it for a long We've time. We've all had our days Not where me, it's like, but, all right, you know, where's just, the towel I want to throw? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just watch TV all day. <laughs> yeah. So what, talk to what do you do to, to um, stay committed to it? Um, I think just knowing your end goal, it's, it's really hard. Like me and my mom have fought a lot. Um, no, really. She's, I can't do anything She's right. good at being my rock, though, at keeping me. Because I'll be like, I don't want to do this, but I don't mean it. And she knows it. Yeah. So she doesn't take it seriously and quit on me. But oh, that's awesome. I'll be like, oh, just quit. Just become a loser or whatever. Yeah, give her a <laughs> tough time. And then piss her off. Yeah. I'm like, I'll clean your room then. Oh, yeah. no, I'd rather do music. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, it's, it's frustrating when you want to have something as a lifestyle, but you're trying to balance so many things. Like, obviously, you have to make money still. Right. And right. so... I want to make a career out of it and a living out of it, but not in a greedy sense, just as right. you want to do what you It's love. what you love to do. Right. What so you, you don't have to go back and forth between a day job and exactly. that. So um, I don't know. It's hard. I think naturally just growing as a person is what keeps you fresh because, like I said, I don't even know why my music has changed since then because mm-hmm. I didn't really try to. It kind of just happened. So that I evolves. think me as a person has changed. And yeah. I even think of back then even my mindset or different music that I didn't like then I um and then now I'm just more open-minded to it and I hear it differently completely differently than I did then I'm, I'm not sure yeah. which specific artists or styles I'm talking about right. but I just know that I don't know if it was a closed mind thing or just more of naive thing or once you're mm-hmm. exposed to something so many times maybe you get used to it or you pickier pickier like I feel like I got I've gotten less picky like more open-minded to different styles, different people, just everything, instead mm-hmm. of just judging quality. and judging them by this or that, because I don't think anyone is just this or that. Right. There, there's so many things. Yeah. yeah. There's so many it's things a to everything. Pot, really. And, and the ones, the people that are just this or that, just, I feel like, aren't my style. Yeah. People-wise. So you're more open to Yeah, because be maybe they're pot. just not there yet. Yeah. People right. that just have one, like, they mm-hmm. like this, only this, just that, just that. I don't know if it's, like, I can't roll with that. I just can't mm-hmm. picture being like that. So, I mean, you're obviously very creative. Um, and then, Chris, you're a business person. So how much time do you spend on, on the business side of it? Um, she tells me a lot. She spends most of the time on the phone, but... Um, like, do you get involved with that side of it or is... To an extent, yeah, because I like to be hands-on and then oh, do you? she'll she'll try to do things sometimes and then I end up yelling at her. I'm like, why do you do that? I don't want that. But You're fired, mom. <laughs> I've well, heard yeah, that uh, Yeah, I've been fired 50 times. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> Who else works for free? Yeah. Actually, it costs me. I don't know how much no. oh, yeah, in no the whole are you, right, as a free. parent? I'm like, mm-hmm. But it's just trying different things because you don't know. Like, she thinks the music should be more pure enough at music. You don't market it. Who's going to hear that? Sound like you have to get out there and, and radio, 
uh, Spotify and all that, people aren't always just going to find you. And if right. you're not somebody, they don't care. They're like, oh, and they automatically sometimes think when you present music, it's going to suck because <laughs> there's a lot of people oh, trying their best. Absolutely. And they're like, oh, you're surprisingly good. Yeah. So I don't blame Thanks. these people. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you really yeah. have to. Kind of, that's my job to get to in their through. face at least. Okay, if I can't get in you one way, that's why I tell her, do a cover. You know, right. She doesn't feel like, oh, that's not her expressive. So yeah. what? Make it you. And right. you don't want to be famous uh, by the person who did the cover or that bad baby girl, you know, how about that? Something stupid. I'm like, well, how do you get out there? Right, right. And everybody does covers. Everybody. I mean, everybody. everybody. Yeah. I, I really would love to see you do a Led Zeppelin. Thank I'm not you. kidding. A flip. That yeah, would that would be, be awesome. I'll try oh, it just for you. you got to get right. Matt to do the beat. Oh, yeah. See, if I knew how to do that, I would do it right now because I think that would be brilliant. Yeah. Was you ever that s- the producer that was at the show? What's that? Matt? Yeah, the tall one? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. You got something to do next week. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean next week? You're going to start today. No. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm all about uh, that, but I've learned to pace myself. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yep. I've been fired too many times. So. <laughs> um, so anyway, so what are you working on right now? I know you've got some new music, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to play one of them right now. We're going to play After Hours. Yes. And tell us about that song because that, we I just heard some exciting news from Tom. It charted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. So number 25 in Mexico. Wow. So how did it get to Mexico? I don't even know. Um, we have Ty, my publicist, working on things. So he's just working magic. Wow. That's really? great. Well, she's always had the uh, support in Mexico and Brazil. Really? Yeah. yeah. Someone had posted her first song, mm-hmm. Money Horror, and they really <laughs> liked it. It had a resemblance to Gaga, and every Gaga fan came out of the woodwork. Wow. So kind of, she a- went viral before we expected it. I'm like, how did they find this clip? That's I don't know. great. Here's That's the marketing all- tip. She's got blue eyes and blonde hair. It works in the. It works really good down in the South America and oh, a- yeah, in sure. Asia. I think blue, blue eyes and blonde hair works anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter yes, what it is. It works. It's a big. It's a big thing with the Latins. You just. You, oh, for sure. Uh, just the blue eyes and the blonde. Well, yeah, because it's different yeah. to them. So and tell. And then the- I always like the dark features because it's different to me. <laughs> well, tell us about After Hours. What was the inspiration behind that? Um, that one actually was another one that. Like about twenty minutes, I was already at the studio. We we had just finished, I think, recording. All I see is blue, and I had some extra time. So, um, and in twenty minutes, you wrote that. I had the instrumental. The producer helped me a little bit. His name's Scotty Rock, and he actually came up with the concept um, after hours. And yeah, and I don't know. Oh my god! Just he kind of just he goes to those after hours around here. Yeah, so and I've been a couple of times too. So we were trying to some figure of it's out not clubby. Some of it, I don't know. Sometimes you just make stuff up. Not everything yeah. has to be a true experience. Right. It's an alteration, just the same as writing a movie or right. a book, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, Your absolutely. imagination That's takes perfect over, dance so. music, though. Now, now, which one was the video that we saw? Power. Power. Oh, Power. Okay, yes. well, we'll talk about that first, but let's listen to After Hours. And it's Lele. 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 L-E-L-E-X-O. Dancing alone 
What were you saying, That Jess? is straight banging music. Banging music. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, God, is this sexy? Man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. This oh, is like perfect bar music, though. Really? Like club music. I mean, does it get played out in the venues? I'm not even sure what venues we have right now, uh, but I, I, I'm in, like in Detroit or anything? Yeah, um, I have to meet more DJs. I think I don't. I don't know. Yeah, do d- a lot of do a lot of places have venues. Yeah. I've gone. We've gone to certain clubs, and they they don't. They're like, who are you? Why would we this, play this? This you know? one would, really? This one yeah, would work they just Nova. they have their playlist. That sometimes it's structured a certain way. I don't know if they're lying or not, but um, what where were you talking? Uh, Nova, I think Park Thirty Two would be a good place. Really? Nova, do you know anybody there? Can you get it to them? And see if they'll play it. I'll see. Come on, it's all about networking and connecting. <laughs> right. I know, I know a couple of DJs all about. who do a lot of work. Oh, really? can you? Yeah. Can, do you have any more CDs? That are yeah, me? I gave him one. Okay, give me one. I can send over the. There's a couple of DJs I know. You know what else? Uh, if, if you want, maybe Chris can email you the songs, Ooh, and you yeah. can e- email. Yeah, because that on. one's not on the CD. That's that's a little more poppy stuff. We didn't put out. Mm-hmm. We just. No, you, you got to give them this go. stuff that we're playing right now because that's stuff that you know the clubs could play. I don't see it. Don't know where Blue might play it. The guy, but there's always a different. Oh. DJ, there's always a different DJ every Friday. Yeah, that's there. a little more EDM down <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Park Thirty Two and Novi might play this. Okay, so you have to. This is your homework today, JT. There's no <laughs> sitting and resting, man. Yeah. You got to make shit happen. Jackie's okay? gonna crack the whip on. That's you. right. Yeah. Okay, so I am telling you that I that just like you're like looking at you. I don't picture that voice coming really? out of you. No, not yeah. at all. Do you? Yeah, well, you, I mean, well, you've seen her. I've seen her. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, so let me ask you something. If you could trade a day in the life of any singer from past or present, who would it be? Hmm. This is hard. 
Maryland. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Or Maryland, yeah. Maryland's work. But, you know, I've, I feel like it seems, what am I trying to say? As musically, you like them or what you see, but you don't know their struggles. And both of right. them, I've heard, have had a lot of struggles. So it's like right. you don't know if you that's, actually want to. That's a really yeah. interesting point because what you just said is so true. But most people... So I was going to say Michael Jackson, too, but he's yeah. another one. Like, Well, I think it, Goodness, yeah. everybody yeah, yeah. has their struggles, though, especially the successful ones. We just don't see them. You know? right. And they're all different, too. So, But, yeah, Amy Winehouse, that would be a good one, too. I think a lot of musicians are like, they have their depressive moments. Where you they, can see they, it, they, like, yeah. in their eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. the best ones, you know, like, I don't know. You can just tell, like, maybe, I'm not answering for them, but right. they just don't they're never happy as yet. happy as... An everyday person just, could be. Do you think it's more with creative people? It's like, is the, there the science behind that? that? It's I always like this. That's yeah. why it's just going and going and going. It never stops. Like, I even feel that way sometimes because it's like, but if you if you shut that off, then it's like you're shutting anything creative off. Oh wow! I think your mind just wanders so mm-hmm. far that you kind of have these scenarios in your head that maybe make you overthink or. But you recognize that, things. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So you know how, once you recognize it, you know how to take care of it so it doesn't you yeah, know, to cause sense. anything. It kind of drives you crazy sometimes. Wow. But, yeah, because sometimes you just see, like, I don't know, an everyday person. And it's like, I guess I don't know them either, but they just seem so happy. Mm. <laughs> I think when you get close to people, you learn that everybody's got their struggles. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know for what sure. It is. But I, I, I have to. I agree with you too. I think some of the most creative people are uh, can also be the most destructive people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think, they're kind I of think, fearless. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then there also mm-hmm. there's also I think a, I think there's a depression that comes with creativity mm-hmm. to a certain degree. If, so especially you, if a lot of artists down. write when they are yeah. feeling more sad. Yeah. So they, they have the, like shutdown modes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. I agree wow. with that. Yeah. I'd like to know the science behind that. Me too. Yeah. I've always you know, wondered that. We need to get a psychologist yeah. down here or something. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> no, I would love to know why yeah, that's that the, is. Yeah, like, yeah. is it something in the brain with very creative people? Like, what is that? Yeah. Um, well, so what are you working on right now? Right now, I'm um, just working the single After Hours, and then I'll have a lyric video out soon. And then okay. the next song will be All I See Is Blue. Um, and then just, I have all the songs for the EP, but I want to finish the album. I have a lot of oh. songs written. I just have to record them. So you are going right. to do an album then? Yeah. I mean, I have tons of songs. I want to do a bunch of albums. Are you going to do an EP first and then an album? Is yeah, I think that's just how we're going to release it. Just that's nice. Just for Good. timeline issues. Mm-hmm. Good. How many um, songs are going to be on the EP? Was it Seven. Oh, wow. Okay. I said. And how many on the album then? Hmm. That's not set. No, probably. I don't know. We have enough for two or three (laughs) albums. Wow, really? I have a lot of... She gets over them. She's like, I don't know. I get over them or I get... (laughs) So you keep writing. I get stressed out with producers. Sometimes I... I I don't know if it's me or if it's... I just haven't found the right person that truly gets me. And I feel like I can't always say what's in my head. And I need someone that just like can bring it out. Mm, there are cool. there is magic that works like that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't know, or someone that's just gonna push me more. So because mm-hmm. I have so many ideas and so many lyrics, it's just the song and the mix is really what pulls it all together. So mm-hmm. yeah. you can have good lyrics, but if it's not a good song, sometimes 
I'll give Doesn't you a piece matter. of advice too. Have a listening party with people who haven't heard it before. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason being is what I've realized this just managing an artist, mm-hmm. which is the artist has listened to it too much. Yep. The team has listened to it too much. Oh, and go you've, crazy. You've lost the luster for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it, with a new fresh set of ears, sometimes it's the best thing because they can tell you if it's really, truly a good song or not. They're yeah, hearing for it for sure. the first time. Mm-hmm. It, it's two years old to you, but for right. somebody else, it's the very first time right. hearing mm-hmm. it. That's good advice. Yeah. I think that's where it gets hard to, like, when you're in the mix, everybody's style is different. Yes. And to think what she's thinking and what they want or what's marketable to combat the two because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. at this point, and, like, you've been doing this for a while, to put back into you, you just start making some money. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know what, though? It, it is hard, though, I think, if you don't have the right person that you're connected yeah. with because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do this by yourself. I mean, exactly. I think we all no, know for sure. that. The best yeah, artists absolutely. have a team or a band. They have a team. A team. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have to have a team and a producer's a big part of that. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some really good ones out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? there are. So sure. it's, it's a matter of just finding that one and you'll know when you find it yeah. because find him or her, you're going to connect and yeah. and it's going to pull it all together. You know? Right. So, yeah, because I've been to so many and I've been all over. I've been basement studios, you know, house mm-hmm. studios, real nice studios. Yeah, and I I think the mix is what ties it together. Mm-hmm. It's just the mix is what it sounds full. And if it's just this is here, this is there. If it's just not mixed right, it's, it could be a good song, and it's just something's missing. It's not complete. Yeah. And so, do you think that it's not complete because the producers you've worked with maybe aren't creative? Or is it just there isn't that connection, mm. like emotional connection? Where it really they can could be either out. one. Okay. It could be, I mean, you never know if someone's just doing it as a job yeah. and they're not putting their all into it. Right. They're just doing it for money. Right. Or if that's, or they think it's good enough or that's all they could come up with. Right. Best or, they could do, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you, you really don't know. It just depends. So are yeah. you still looking for somebody then? Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to find that commercial level. What's good, what would fly in Detroit at a club. When you want to compete with an international level, right. international level, mm-hmm. that level of quality, like if you compare this song to that song, you can hear the difference and what is it. Oh, you know, right. And, and in the mixing and in some of those same producers, I've I've cost them out. They're, oh, yeah, this song, how much? Ten grand. Like, where's my marketing budget? And I've paid more. I've I've done that and sometimes you don't always get the better mix because this person has a team they're working with Rihanna we flew to LA and this guy was working with Rihanna and he couldn't mix it the way she wanted he was used to mixing more hip hop and just the way but it's the way they twist the words he worked on the song and then come to find out he might have just did like a bass line or, or something, yeah. something on it. It wasn't the whole, right? The whole mixed song, because right. I mean, anyone can sit there and push a button as an engineer, but it's. I think sometimes the way it's set up, and then right. like I said, the mix. I think is really what ties it together. I've had people tell me that you could record on your, just in your Love bedroom. That. It's all about the mix, but then other people know you need preamps, you need certain equipment mm-hmm. to have a good sound. So, I I do still believe whether it's an amazing recording or not, the mixes. Mm-hmm. The most important. Well, if, yeah. if you have a good song and, and you have yeah. a great voice, Thank I mean, you. you have a gift, you have a great voice, <laughs> your lyrics are good, and the song is good. I mean, I thought that sounded great. Yeah. So I don't know what that if that experience was good for you or not, <laughs> but it did sound really good. Thank you. So you're gonna. When do you think you'll have the EP released? Mm, I don't know. Do you know? Well, 
what we're doing with a different marketing approach, a lot of people put out, put out, put out. We're trying to shoot for the Grammys uh, for next year to get in the group and you release a song and enough time to push each song good so you get the charting, you get the full effect, and mm. you target your marketing dollars. We've never done that. Oh, good. And, so how did you um, so figure that year, part out? Uh, Ty, uh, Tyson Moultrie, he's our PR guy. And he's okay. worked with a lot of different people, but also for me, finding someone new, bringing to the team, and yeah. learning what he knows. And it took a little while, but it, we've been working with him two years. Oh, okay, good. How did you find him? Actually, I reached out to Young Dread. He's a rapper, someone I knew. I'm like, I'm just looking for a feature. And he goes, well, talk to my manager. I'm like, oh, God. He goes, manager, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your mom. Your, your people will talk to my it's people. It's your real and- <laughs> manager. So I call him, and then he eventually called me back, and then he just kind of, what are you doing? What's your project? Okay, you know, Young Dread's not a good fit, but I like what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these PR guys are three grand a month, right? I'm like, I can't really do that. Wow. And then he just started giving us tips. He goes, listen, if you do a little of this, I'll help you out here, but you have to totally clean up our image. You're doing good for Detroit, but again, you want to compete on a national level. Mm-hmm. Getting all her, like getting a, a really good logo, mm-hmm. getting everything Lele right. Exo. There was a couple Lele's. Right. Oh, and and okay. Lele Pons was, you know, a Viner that took off. So mm-hmm. you don't want that confusion. So we brand right. it, copyright it, get everything the right yeah. way, like a label would do. Right, right. So he's had to get me up to speed. Well, God, and, you did good, though. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Good. I mean, just the fact that you even were resourceful enough to, to look and Oh, yeah, I've, and I kind of talked to everybody and really trying to see Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the pop markets are there at the EDM. That's where I'm, if you want to go with me, there's a party July 30th, and it's all the other DJs that are in Detroit that play that type of after-hours music. Mm-hmm. They play it after hours. Nice. So you got to find them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, because I thought your music was EDM, but is that not considered EDM? I don't think any of it would really be EDM. I'd no, say more pop, pop dance. Yeah. Pop but dance? Okay. I don't really have any EDM style. I'd, I'd say like the chain smokers would be more EDM. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I it's the certain faster. instrumentals, like... Okay. You know, when they go on mm-hmm. those breaks with no the singing. Hookah like, dun, 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 dun. The hookah bars. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that song, yeah, that's what I'm saying. After Hours kind of like, I just picture of people like smoking and hanging out. I feel bars. like the After Hours I've been to, though, is not even... They wouldn't even play something like my After Hours songs. They really? would play more EDM dance. Oh, yeah, yeah, because everyone's up and they're yeah, wasted. But, but and your music is still dance, though, even if it's not. Yeah, it has the, have to do But that. it has like a softer vibe, too, where you could mm-hmm. just chill and bob mm-hmm. your head. And have a drink. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Or three. Or th- <laughs> right? three. Or right. Just go to eight and throw um, up. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so you've got the, the EP. What about um, performing anywhere? How can people find you, first of all? You can find me on my website or all my social medias. I am Lele Exo or at I am Lele Exo. Lele is L-E-L-E. So I am L-E-L-E-X-O dot com. Okay. You can also type in Lele Exo on iTunes and YouTube, Spotify. And then I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything. So I am Lele Exo or Lele Exo. Okay. And are you, do you have anything lined up? Anything coming up as far as for performance? That's my job. Yeah, um, amateur. What someone you said yeah. they wanted to book me in August. I haven't heard back from him oh, yet, good. but I played three shows last month. So Did I'm you? just Where'd I'm you working play? on the future. Um, the Loving Touch, which he saw me at. Right. Yeah. Um, old Miami. Old Miami in Detroit. Okay. And then what was the other one? Oh, the Crowfoot. Crowfoot. 
Oh, you oh, can yeah. yeah. Oh, how'd you get into that? That's a hard one to get into, isn't it? The Crowfoot? Yeah, it's but expensive. it actually was a smaller show. I actually... Okay. Yeah, we played... The, last, they, but they have two rooms there, right? So yeah, yeah, but it was the bigger stage, the bigger, the bigger room. Stage? But oh, okay. yeah, it was more like an event. Um, okay. oh, cool. There was a bunch of bands playing all day. So oh, that's cool. oh, that is neat. Very what cool. about festivals and stuff like that? Have you guys? Um, last year, I played a, a couple. So Mac mm-hmm. Alive, we did, and then the Mac Hug Glad. Fest, which she's going to do this year. But uh, Ty wanted us to back off from that because getting the right stuff out where people. You're not out there just searching for any venue. You want the right venue. So otherwise you're wasting your time. So he's really targeted mm-hmm. my, I completely my look. Agree with yeah, you. I was like, you gotta do this, gotta gotta get out there. Yeah. Well that's great, but if they're not people vibing with your sound, then right. I think you're cool and they like you and then it's like as soon as you walk away it's like that's on the floor. <laughs> right. But it has worked out before as practice because I I can say yeah. I've played in yeah. front of every crowd now. I've played in front of mm-hmm. people that are more into hip hop. I've played what other shows have I played? See, uh, I, I don't rock know. Rock shows. I, yeah. like, I played in I, front I, of... I think, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but to me it's like I think the practice is important. Oh, yeah. for sure. I do too. Yeah. Also, um, your music, is it's not like it's extreme different. I mean, there's a lot of people that will like a lot of, you know, I mean, I listen to all kinds of music. So I would go to right. one of your shows. Thank you. I would go to Red's show, yeah. you know, and because I like hip-hop, um, yeah. and I love rock. Yeah, we I haven't mean, caught him live yet. I'd like to see that, well, too. Well, I, we know. We're I waiting, know. We're waiting for a live show. Yeah, well, it's coming. <laughs> Is yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's about no, time. No, yeah, you got to plot that out. Yeah. Totally oh, fine. He yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom does. You don't have to worry about Tom. Well, at this point with him, especially with him, Red's played the scene for yeah. for three years now. Right. So we don't do shows unless there's a good stretch of dates. Yeah, between yeah. Them. Right. Yeah. 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 Especially so, if you're you trying to get lot. people there locally. Right. Because if, even if you do have fans other cities, countries, exactly. obviously, yeah. right. if you're not big enough, they can't yeah. just drive all the way out here to see you. To do right. local shows over and over again, at this point, you yeah. just wear out your yeah. local fans. Yeah, yeah. right. That, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So it's better to try to get on what we're looking for is to hop on a major act and yeah, do exactly. a big tour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's you got to get the numbers or they ain't listening or, or the budget and you try to do it with as little budget as you can. Right. Save for later. So. Right, right. Yeah. Um, who would you love to collaborate with? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Who wouldn't you? <laughs> I know, right? I love everyone. Let's <laughs> ah! Right? <laughs> Led Zeppelin. I heard they might be doing a show. Really? Or like a little tour with the drummer's son. Yeah. John, yeah, John Bonham Jr. Yeah, he's so whatever, cool. I, think I need to go I to that because I've obviously never seen them because yeah. <laughs> before my time. You know what? But. I never really got to see him either, and I was a huge fan. Really? So, um, what was the band that Jimmy Page was in? I'm trying to remember the band. Oh, oh yeah, he's done a bunch of stuff. See, I haven't right gotten that far yet. With yeah. Robert Palmer. And yeah. Like, God, I can't think of the name. But I did get to see him perform, so really? that was a great Ooh. thing. And Jimmy Page was fin- phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, my God. So who do you think you'd want to collaborate with? The weekend or Lana Del Rey, and they just oh. did a song together. So maybe did they both really? of them, yeah, they're uh, like friends, and <laughs> I want to be friends with them. I'm such a fangirl when it comes cool. to them too. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a vision I'm board? Like, can they get married? <laughs> what? Do you have a vision board? A vision board? No. Yeah. With your goals on it, so that you see it every day. No, like, with put that the weekend could be a picture. Good idea. You do oh, that. I mean, I have Gaga on my wall. I have Marilyn okay, you on do? my wall. So you have you have like inspirational things. Yeah, kind yeah. of. I mean, because you you have great goals, so why yeah. not why not get right. a poster board and just put all that stuff up there so every yeah, day you a good see idea. it subconsciously you work towards a little it. Little collage, yeah. magazine stuff yep. you like. I have one at, at my home office. Really, I have Ellen on it because I want her on really? the show. Ellen, oh okay, so the you generous. have oh, what's called a vision board. I love her. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I actually, oh, my I just kids use do vision boards. 
So, oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we do we we do vision boards. Everyone at our house except John. That's cool. John won't do it. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> that's okay. The kids do though. Yeah, Actually, that's cool. Yeah, John Paul wasn't doing one either. Um, okay, let's play another song right now. Can we play All I See Is Blue? Do we have time for that? Ooh. Yeah, we've got about eight minutes. Okay, eight minutes. let's play that one. All I See Is Blue.
another amazing, yeah, very amazing pretty. track. Very pretty. Gosh. Thanks, Just guys. amazing. You, just kind of, you have such a sexy voice. Thank yeah. you. You know? <laughs> Jeez. Jess is getting all excited over here. I love it. I think it sounds great. Oh, you know what? You. That actually would be something that they would play because I've been to After Hours Club yeah. years ago. Yeah. And everyone's hanging out on couches and they're listening to like chill music and right. then they pump it up and it gets louder and then people go dancing. Right. And they take a break and sit by the bar. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. awesome, though. You have JT, a great we're going to put you to the test, <laughs> and we're going to see if you you have till Friday to get her music into that venue. Okay. Oh, he's texting right now. See, that's what I like about JT <laughs> yeah. to What's make your... it happen right now. Start um, working on it. What's his number? Yeah, got, yeah. Got you guys got exchange, to exchange uh, contacts be... <laughs> here. Um, what What do you wish somebody would have told you before you got into the business about Ooh. the business? I don't even know because I feel like I've learned so much mm-hmm. and so much has happened. I, I can't pick one thing. Can't target one. Maybe that you don't have to pay big money just to make a song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would probably be the number one thing because then and, – and that marketing's super important because I didn't know that before. Right. You just think you put something online and it might go viral, which I'm sure has happened before. Right. But there's a lot of times there's a strategic – Plan behind, behind it, it. yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's probably strategic. that, because then a lot of wasted money could could be used <laughs> otherwise, or could have been used otherwise. Mm-hmm. I think we've all gone down that yeah, road. We've yeah, we've all been down that road. Yeah. That's part of it. That's <laughs> yep. that's the experience. Yeah. Um, all right, so you have an EP coming out, and um, people can find you on all of your sites. Yeah, all they have to do is go to I am L E L E X O. Yep, right. Dot com. And, yep. and can they get your music? From the sites too, or yeah, there's links. Okay, there's iTunes. links. Yep. Okay, iTunes and We're Spotify and all Spotify, that stuff. Spotify, Layla XO. Okay. <laughs> Great. I had one more question for you though, and I lost it. So I oh. actually have one too. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. you do. Your tattoo. We were gonna. Oh, ask oh about yeah. That. Yeah. Um, I just liked Arabic script. Um, okay. It kind of was an impulse tattoo. Was it? <laughs> Which uh, mom loves and, that? Oh yeah, she probably uh, got mad at me and is going to show me. Yeah, who knows what it really says, <laughs> right? No, I did research on it, but yeah. It oh, says, you did. It says love yourself, but oh, that's. Ah, I just gosh. thought the Arabic script was pretty. It so, is beautiful. It is I mean, pretty. Different cultures have yeah different things. So we're America, so why not? That's yeah. beautiful. Represent it. Yes, and you know what? What a great message. What a great Thanks. reminder. <laughs> great affirmation. Just think about yeah. it. If we all really truly understood how much we were loved. Yeah. We'd, have, we'd have no insecurities, you know? Yeah. That's like a whole nother show, though. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so a couple things. Uh, our sip on this today is called Escape, in honor of your song, Escape. So we're going to close the show today with Tropical. Escape. So Woo-hoo. cheers to you guys. How'd you like this? This is a good drink. I actually, I drank it? mine really, yeah, really you, did. Yeah. Yeah. you didn't have breakfast, did you, Tom? You no. just sucked that one down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're going to finish off with our fortune cookies. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to come out. Thanks for having and, me. And oh, yeah, it was exciting. fun. And um, keep us posted with what's going on, like especially when you have your EP release or, okay. or you know, any big shows. Um, Momager, email me so that if we can get you back on the show, we'll get you back on the show. Okay. Um, when you know you have a big event that you want to uh, promote, showcase yeah. or highlight, prom- promote. Um, if we can't, if the timing doesn't work, we can definitely talk about it and promote it. Okay. Thank you. So keep us posted with okay. everything. Of course. And um, I want you to finish this sentence for me, okay? My definition of success is authenticity. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is yeah, good. Very good. Wow. 
Wasn't Thank you. That. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to do our fortune cookies, and we got to toss the cookies, and whichever way the prongs <laughs> facing you means that fortune is meant for you. So we're going to read them, and we're going to finish it with after hours. The words after hours, okay? Mm. Uh, that's me. Oh, we're the pointy one. You got the. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give this to manager here. Did you get one, Jess? Yeah. Everybody got one? All right. Mm. Who's going to go first? We'll have our guests go well, first. We can get it open first, right? You crack that. Do we have there to eat go. them? No. <laughs> no, you don't have to eat it, but you have to read it, and you have to end it with the words after hours. After hours, okay. Oh, I'll go first. Okay. Oh, Momager likes hers. New and rewarding opportunities will soon be will soon develop for you. After, after hours. hours. Awesome. Your determination will bring you much success after hours. After hours. There you go. You will be in fortune in the opportunities presented to you after hours. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing tonight, JT? <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing. You're going to hustle her music. That's what you're <laughs> I doing. Cook, yeah. I got to cook later for a banquet tonight. Okay. <laughs> well, in between the cooking, go drop that off. Um, this sounds wrong, but there are riches <laughs> headed your way after hours. <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, Yeah, I think that music got you going there. Huh? <laughs> we know where you're going to be. Okay, mine says the big fortune will descend upon you this year after hours. Ooh. And I'll flip mine. After hours, all your hard work will pay off. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you again. We're going to close you. the show with Escape. And... Um, One more thing. Remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. So thanks for taking a leap of faith with us. And happy hump day, everyone. Happy hump day. Woohoo! Yeah, I played it down, but I'm ready.
ready for the escape, ready for the escape. 